Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Private Education, the Smart Sex and Relationships podcast. Um, my guest today is very special in so many ways. And actually, I sat down to write an intro about my guest today. And two hours later, my hand started cramping up. Because <laughs> there's so, James Cavanagh, there's so many things on your CV at the moment. Like, you're an author, you're one half of Curabini, which is like the food brand that's about to take over the world. Uh, you're about to go, you're like, you're just, you're doing YouTube, you're all over the, oh, you do TV. Like you're saying there, my title or my CV or whatever sounds so busy, but yeah. like, I don't know what I'm doing in June and July. Like mm. it, it just, my week fills up the Sunday before almost. Yeah, same, same. So, uh, yeah, so I do loads of bits and bobs. But and what not do you sure. tell the taxi men? <laughs> oh, stop. Did we talk about this before? <laughs> no, but I, I know I've talked about it with people before. Because oh my when God, I get I into a taxi, that. like people, they go, well, and what do you do? Like, you know, usually from the airport and they'll say, and you're in, it's my least favourite question in the entire world. And you're just like, you th- I start sweating and I'm so like, just let me out of the car. Like, I don't know what to be telling them. So I say I work in advertising. Advertising, that's mm. a good one. Sometimes I say, I'm a teacher. And they'll ask me what, like, you know, any questions about it. I'm just like, do you know what? It's just a real, I'm just having a really hard time. And I just say something that shuts them down. Yeah. And, you know, a professional. I'm a funeral that they director. Just, you know, <laughs> oh my God. That'd be, yeah, that'd be yeah. really, that would get them quiet straight yeah. away. Um, so you were one, of actually, the first people I thought of when I was coming up with guests for the podcast. Oh, thanks. Because, um, and this is kind of what the episode is going to be about, because I am... I, I think you'd be astounded at my lack of knowledge uh, about about sex that's not with two straight people, okay. if you like. Yeah. So I have loads of knowledge about mm. straight sex. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've researched it over the years. And for the most part, I wrote for women's magazines that were targeted at, you know, uh, mostly straight women, to be honest, between the ages of like 18 and 30. Yeah. So for me, all of the knowledge that I have... Uh, I'm, I have a big gap in my knowledge essentially so I'd mm. love if you could fill that in for me a bit if yeah. you're if you're up for it the, the double entendre there Absolutely. fill me in listen <laughs> I have to keep an eye on my puns because there's, <laughs> there's so, so many things that I want to say that you can relate to like let's face it dicks yeah <laughs> so, dicks and tits you and know all sorts yeah <laughs> so um, maybe we'll start off with um, just I suppose is there anything that straight people get completely massively wrong about your sex life um, I don't know like personally I'm into like very aggressive fisting no I'm joking <laughs> <laughs> but no I think there actually is this kind of I don't know myth around gay sex from people who don't or f- from the from gay sex life that people you know from the outside in maybe straight people looking in yes. think it's this like wild orgy <laughs> you know um, is it dark not? rooms <laughs> hands going everywhere sharing partners and I mean of course that happens yes. but that happens in straight world as well 
well. I think like, so. Like I was only talking to my friend the other day about um, these sex parties that are coming to Ireland. Uh, what, what is one of them called? Secret kittens or Ooh, horny I know kittens the, or yeah, something. Sex, sex, uh, yeah, something, something feline. Kittens, yeah, feline, something, yeah. Something about cats anyway. <laughs> um, and she she was told that story by this straight guy, taxi man, who, who says he is known as like the sexy taxi man. And right, he, and loads of people know who he is, and they have his number and stuff. And couples, should I be worried about the sexy taxi man or no? No, no he's very like <laughs> above board. Great, right? like, okay, that's no, good to hear. And and uh, you know, uh, very consensual and all that yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, but yeah. basically, like straight couples would get in, and um, the guy would go down on the woman, or vice versa, or maybe the woman would get in her, on her own and get herself off, and the ta- and she would just like the idea of is someone watching okay, her or seeing in the in the review mirror. Right? Do you know what I mean? So I. I think wildness goes on in both, both camps. Okay. Like some people in gay world are as boring, if you want, as like vanilla. a married yeah. couple. Okay. In, in, in not, yeah, I don't want to say, say boring, but as vanilla yeah. or as adventurous in both. Um, but yeah, I guess what specifically, I guess you want to know? I don't know. Like I suppose I would love to know. Um, is anal always involved? No, it's not. Right. And you know what? That is something I wish I was told as a young gayling. Right. Because I thought you you weren't having sex until you were having anal sex. Right. I, I thought yeah. it wasn't happening. But I think, I think anal sex or penetrative sex in, in straight sex or gay sex is just kind of another milestone on the sex journey that you go on as okay. a human. Yeah. It's just one thing. I mean, I prefer personally foreplay. Okay, um, yeah. Blow jobs, all that sort of stuff. Right, okay. Hands, throwing yourself around the bed. Yeah. Like, that to me is, is more... Is, is the experience of sex yeah. rather than... But then, you know, like personally, I'd probably have anal sex maybe once or twice a month. Okay, so yeah. and I, I, I guess the experience of sex or the, the accoutrements that go with penetration might happen more frequently. Oh, absolutely. Right, yeah. Okay. And I, th- I think that's something that everyone needs to be told. I, I think there is that like, oh, are you a virgin or whatever? Like it, it's so associated with penetrative sex. Yeah. I think that's kind of a problem in a way because some people who aren't into penetrative sex don't feel worthy because they haven't had anal sex or they haven't had vaginal penis sex. Okay, so there's like a scale of virginity almost. Kind yeah. of. Okay. Yeah. And it's, you know, first base, second base, blah, blah. blah. Mm-hmm. We're, we're grading it all. When I think sex should be just this you know experience and there's loads of different turn offs you can take yes. it's like going for a drive uh. you're like will we go left into into BJ's <laughs> and lickouts or will we take a right for and go straight to the anal like I'm friends with some gays who are yeah, and another thing I'd like to explain to you if you don't yeah. know there's yeah. top and bottom okay. are you familiar with yes. this yes so I've, I've, I've done a bit of research now yeah. and the whole kind of position identity thing came up and I was thinking it seemed it seems quite black and white, but then when I read into it, it seems like, you know, it's kind of a very fluid thing. Like you can be both, you can be yeah. neither, you, you can, can be versatile, be... which means you're both. Okay. Um, or some people are very in one camp or the other. Like if you're going on Grindr or, or uh, scroll for any of these gay dating apps, it will say if they're very in one camp, it will say top or bottom or arrow up or arrow down right and that means so what the they signal. are okay. yeah or verse it will say which means I take it both ways right but some people will you know some people have in their bio like top looking for bottom like they're so very some specific. people are very specific and yeah. but some people probably are just float can do either can do both yeah yeah okay. totally and when you're you know say you're 
out and you're single now I know you're in a relationship at the moment mm. but like say you're out and you're single or you know maybe when you're in a relationship you might be looking for someone new to join or whatever and you, you see someone and you think like do you have to find out what their preference is before you go there or can you just rock over and be like join us doesn't yeah. matter as someone who's would consider myself versatile as mm-hmm. in I flow both ways mm-hmm. I've never had that problem because gotcha. I could but I could be with someone who's either strongly one or the other and I can slot in either <laughs> slot in no problem uh, <laughs> I'm your man <laughs> um, but I have heard of like guys who are like really like solidly bottom getting with this guy and they're like oh my god he's you know so hot la, la. and then they find out they're they're also bottom and they're destroyed okay. they're distraught really they're, yeah okay. like and and they could be the hottest guy in the world and they're devastated because they're also bottom and they mo they both might be like you know stern bottoms as in they, okay. they won't they're dif- strict yeah right. they won't turn off into a different direction okay. or whatever and do you think there's a bit of um a stereotyping when it comes to the two roles do you there think? absolutely is right so bottom is usually associated in stereotypical language as the more femme guy gotcha. who's more feminine okay um and then top is usually associated with like a macho muscly gay who's okay. more like and i hate this term straight acting because okay. what is that like gay what acti- is straight acting yeah, yeah. stupid yeah and it's something it's a problematic thing in the gay world i okay. think because yeah. it associates um men who are more straight acting to be more attractive um really? in gay world yeah okay, which which isn't the case no, for me I, anyway i, 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 I so, yeah. i'm not attracted to what is, you know sexuality or acting i'm attracted to the human and the, the the look of a person yeah 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 totally. um uh but yeah so what was i saying i was just like i was kind of wondering about the the stereotype of oh, if yeah, you are so, more but that's i found that from you know i think it's something that comes with age as well right and in por- like when you're watching porn as as a gayling it's it, it, it usually is the more like the oh yeah and here's some things i'll throw at you as well yeah have you heard of the word twink? Uh, Not well, the pantomime day. <laughs> I was just about to say, Adele <laughs> King, yeah. welcome to the pod. Not Adele no, King. Uh, I, I have heard it, but I'm not, I, do you know, I couldn't speak with confidence about the term. So, so tell t- me. Twink would be a kind of youngish, boyish looking guy. Okay. Um, hairless, generally. Right. Um, preppy, you could say. Okay. Zac Efron in the early days of High okay. School Musical. Young Zac Efron. Lovely, okay. Yeah, and then like, you'd go up to like daddy which would be maybe Zac Efron now okay we'll use Zac Efron Zac, for both the Zac yeah. scale the Zac the, scale that's it this is it we've invented the Zac yeah. scale okay so in, in like so the more hair he has the more the muscles more, he has yeah the more zaddy you are like the more daddy you are okay. and then there's t- uh, guys called who are bears who oh, Jesus, would be okay. like large hairy I think I love bears. I think bears are so hot. Brilliant. Shout okay. out to the bears, um, <laughs> and like that, you know. I the think I, was... I have a suspicion that I might be a bear. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> yeah. gonna put that out there. But who knows? I'm a woman. Anyway, yeah. continue. There'll be a lot of I don't know. I'm trying to think of like bears in pop culture terms. Um, who would be a bear? I would say like um. What's his name with the stunning lips? Tom Hardy would be like a daddy. Like he's really right. like muscly, really hot. La la. Okay. Bear. bear who can we think is a bear like, like oh, muscly real hairy and big gritty berry god any bears if you're a bear listening please yeah just shout out <laughs> I just don't think there has to be kind of like um, famous bears or people who would look like bears 
Anyway, you know the kind of I description d- yeah, I'm giving yeah, yeah, you here. Yeah, yeah. And then are we there's... talking like Viking levels here? Yeah, that yeah. would be very. Okay. Yeah, just big and hairy. Okay. Yeah, right. and it doesn't have to be muscly. It's just big, just big. and hairy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And then there's otter, which is I hope okay. I'm... I've never heard of otter. Otter is kind of like a slim bear. Okay. <laughs> kind of so, hairy but slim. An otter is a slim bear. Okay. Are we talking? What are we talking here? Are we talking like slim French man with a ponytail? Otter? Uh, could be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just hairy and tall and slimish. That's kind of otter. Otter, okay. This it, is very body typey. Okay. Um, and then that's that's all I can think of. Now, I know there's loads of little like, you know, diversions and subgroups within yeah, all that course, and stuff. But yeah. they're the kind of main, the main ones. ones. But like that, what I was saying about top and bottom in, in porn world when you're watching it as a even when you're watching it now, yeah. it tends to be the twink that would be the bottom. Gotcha. And then the, the bear or the daddy would be the top. Okay, so, so porn kind of reinforces those oh, stereotypes completely. then. Yeah. Okay. And I, fe- I, like when I was growing up watching that, I would have been kind of considered a twink when I was like in my teens to late teens. Okay. I was kind of slim, hairless, uh, very boyish and young looking. Yeah. Um, And then I grew out of that as I went older. Okay. Um, I don't know what I am now. Yeah, I was just about to ask, where would you place yourself on Some- the Zach scale? <laughs> I know. Someone <laughs> called me a twonk oh, apparently Jesus. that's another it's kind of like I'm I, I, I'm in I, I'm law I'm in purgatory okay I between, don't know what I am between twink and otter so twonk maybe twatter twatter I'm a twatter <laughs> <laughs> yay I'm finally a twatter I, I, I'm I would prefer to be a daddy so I'm sailing towards that okay so you're hoping the gym and just become a bit more buff and okay. yeah and so the all these terms okay like you know are they are they terms that if I, as a straight woman, was to say to you, say we're walking down Grafton Street and mm. we see a bear. Yeah. And I say, there's a real sexy bear over there, James. <laughs> like, am I allowed to say that? Or is that... Yeah, no, of course. Are, they, are these terms that are like, are they, are they, like, okay, say we're out and I say, you're a bit of a bear. And I say it directly to the person. Is that offensive? It could be. Okay. If they don't identify. It's better to let, I think in general, better to let people identify themselves, themselves and then you go along with whatever they're gotcha. saying. Okay. But I mean, if you're like locked and you're with a group of mates and all, and yeah. you know, you're with a group of gay mates, ask them what they are. Okay. If they yeah, even yeah, identify yeah. as yeah. that, because some gay people wouldn't even associate themselves with these names or whatever. Right. But there, these are common terms. Yeah. And I think just in general, humans like, I, you know, putting people in boxes oh, and 100%. easily identify people. Yeah, yeah. Totally. And like, if you're scrolling on Grindr or scrolling, Scruff or Manhunt or any of these kind of apps, there usually is like they say what they are. Okay. Um, some some sometimes it will have. I know it has it on on uh, Grinder. It'll say tribe and it'll say jock. Oh, jock could be another one, but jock, like that's okay. in straight world too. And that would be yeah. very like American looking. Gotcha. Football player, clean cut. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, would be a jock. There's a, if, re, if anyone's listening, go onto Instagram and there's a, an account called the Jock and the Bear, Ooh. and they're this couple and. They one identifies as a bear. Actually, he's such a bear. I'll show you now. Okay, show me. While, while I'm talking to you, <laughs> and I'll so, try and be very descriptive. <laughs> yeah, you describe what you see. Okay. Uh, so go on to Jock and the Bear. Now I find this couple like mad hot. Okay. So and it's yeah. So jo- Jock and the jock Bear. And so bear. one of them is like an American, you know, hi- high school rugby player or football player. And um, I hope everyone has their phones out as they're listening, looking up this Instagram account, because we're going to go on and we're going to see the bear and I'm going to describe him to you. Yeah. Yeah. So the bear and the jock. I'm excited to see. Do I find these guys attractive? Yeah. You sh- yeah, actually. Actually, I want to know what your type is in, in gay language. Jesus. What, are, what is it? 
Will I, will I describe my type in, type in straight language and then you can tell me what I what yes. I for? Okay, so I'll talk about my husband because of course... Oh yeah, what is it? I want to, know, I want to describe type. him in, in gay language. So, okay, my husband is six foot four. Yeah. And um, I, okay, I actually... Okay, sorry, I okay, found Okay, we found now. the bear. Now, I can't find our actual account, but there's loads of... Oh, hello. So this would be considered the job. I'm just... The, the, the dicks are almost out. <laughs> He's shown me a picture where he can see everything but the tip. Oh my God, they are scribbles actually. So that would be the jock and that would be the bear. Okay. kind of see the difference. Like okay, so pe- I'm going to describe, right? So what yeah. I'm looking at here is two men basically naked. One guy has a tattoo on his arm. He's wearing a cap, like a, a cap with a with a peak. Yeah. And he has no hairs anywhere on his body. No. So I presume, is he the jock? He's the jock. Okay. Bingo. I'm Ding. winning. And then the bear is beside him and they're like embracing and they're also embracing each other's genitalia. And the bear... <laughs> Has loads of hair. Yeah. And he has no cap. And he has hair on his face, hair on his chest, hair on his belly. Rugged. Rugged. A little bit less in shape, but still in shape. You are nailing the terms here. Oh. And the identification. That's I'm, exactly I'm what delighted. they are. Okay, yeah. brilliant. Which one would you be more into, actually? Uh, the bear. Same. Yeah. I'd be into So I think, based on what you're telling me, I think my husband might be... A bear? The equivalent of a bear. Okay. So he's, he's six foot four. He's in good shape, but not like you can't see like like exact abs. I'm more into that I mean? in general. I just think it puts me under pressure to get abs, and I ain't <laughs> nobody got time for that. Do you yeah. know what I mean chips are a thing? So yeah, um, he's real tall. He has he's got jet black hair, pretty much everywhere. Would you say he's a dad bod type vibe? Not quite dad bod okay. yet. Give yeah. him a few years. I love that as well. Um, but he looks like he has so much hair on his legs. He looks like he's wearing a pair of leggings always. Do you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Look, I fancy the description of your you know, husband. He's pretty, I've seen him before, he's but hot. you're yeah, he's hot. I'm selling to you. Here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think he might be a bear. Okay. Um, and so yeah, so like that, you know, if I was to say those terms to you, you'd be like, oh, it's grand. But then you let you let people come to you with their kind with of identity. Their descriptor. Right, yeah. okay. Yeah, and like that, some people are very in in the camp of describing themselves and, and being exact with what they want and what they don't like. Gotcha. And then some people are like, whatever. I'd be kind of more whatever. I don't really have a specific type. And you can kind of see by my boyfriends, I've had five kind of serious relationships mm-hmm. and each one is as different as the other. Yeah. Um. I've, you know, I, I've had, a, I've had a, a tall, very pretty blonde boy who okay. would be more twinky identified okay. person. Right. I've had a very hairy, stocky, berry almost type person. Okay. So I, I, I'm just attracted I, to hot people. Yeah. Hot people, and I think I would be too because in the past I I've, don't have a type. Yeah, I like, don't. I, I genuinely don't. I have a type in terms of um, personality. I think same. Actually, there's a, there's a lot of a lot of uh, character traits that have I, I've uh, found in all of my exes, and there aren't that many physical characteristics yeah. that I can find oh my, my god exes. I've never thought of that before I actually have a personality type yeah like I, I don't really have do. a physical type no and I think the thing actually okay I tell a lie there is one physical trait that I um, value and that's them to be taller than me and okay. I don't know why that's important yeah um, I suppose as a as a tall woman, I like to feel a little bit yeah, smaller. Yeah, minded. Yeah, kind <laughs> of. Um, but other than that, I definitely have a very specific personality type that I like. Yeah. So maybe that's, you know. Um, and what was I going to say? Yeah, I also wanted to ask, is there anything that straight people ask you out of a lack of knowledge, not necessarily mm-hmm. out of out of any sort of malice. Yeah. But is there anything that, that you've been asked that you're like, I just wish that you would stop? Like, say for instance, 
And have you ever had sex with a girl? Yeah. Do you know, do questions like that get on your wick? Me, personally, not at all. I love talking about sex. Okay. Like, it's the topic at any of my pre-drinks. Like, I talk to all my friends about it. My friends talk about it to me. Okay. We're all, like, it's probably just my particular group of friends. We're all very Samantha Jonesy about everything. Um, Which is I, brilliant. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I guess one thing that I would be like a bit eye-rolly over, and I have been like accosted on lights out, and it's like, who, who's the man or the woman in your room? you and William's relationship and I'm like what the fuck does that even mean but you're both men I know and that like, just makes no sense like, yeah do they do, okay from I a, think they might mean who's the more masculine one and who's the more feminine one or, or in their they minds they might mean who's the top and top bottom top and bottom that's yeah. what I was thinking because from my perspective although I would I would never I would never question that you know maybe they're thinking in that very stereotypical way who is the one that, that takes it and who is the one that gives it? Yeah, I'd rather they even just said that. Like, Which who takes it, who gives it? Like, <laughs> I'm but, sure you'd be open to that question. Yeah, but who's the man or the woman? Like, that's just, just I hate that question. Okay. So that maybe is a question I hate. Okay. As, yeah. is there just ask else? me who takes it. So you'd, you'd almost rather, instead of instead of kind of skirting around the issue. Don't skirt around it. Just come Get straight out and straight ask. Straight in, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Get straight in Get there. Get straight in there, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm much, much more of a fan of that. But no, okay. I'm like, ask me any types of questions. Mm-hmm. Um. Have you heard of douching? Well, I'm sure you have. Yeah, just I as have. a person anyway. Well, as, as a woman, I've heard not to do it because it's not great for the vagina. Um, More for the back passage. Yes, for the yeah. back passage, I think it's fine. For the vagina, it is because it, it became a thing for a while. I'm not exactly sure when. Um, and it's bad for the vagina because the vagina it's is self-cleaning. self-cleaning. Yeah. And it's wonderful at it. And all that you should be putting down there, ladies, is H2O, nothing else. So tell me, talk to me about douching. Well, douching is, uh, uh, like nearly every gay I know has a little portable douche thing in the bathroom okay. or some people have it where they put it on top of their shower and it's almost, it's phallical shaped. Of course. Um, thin and you'd put it up there up your bum and then you'd squirt in the water right. and then you'd like go to the bath to to sit on the toilet and push the water out and it basically just cleans okay. up there so which you prepares you as if you're doing a number two yeah right but you're not it's just kind of cleaning gotcha. whatever is in okay. there and that would be in preparation for anal sex okay uh, as RuPaul said once it's like you gotta clear the runway for landing <laughs> 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 which is kind of what it is that. yeah totally <laughs> yeah um, and so Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You know, in preparation for anal, that's, is that absolutely essential? 
Is that? I think it is. Okay. Like I think it's wise to do. Wise. Um, okay. But like sometimes you're locked. I mean, what if you're? This you're is what going, I'm talking oh, about. Yeah. Or if you're caught unawares and all of a sudden you're, you know, down a lane somewhere. And exactly. I don't mean a lane as in the lady Elaine. I mean. A lane, lane with a bin beside you <laughs> and a leaky pipe. Yeah, because look, we've all been there ah, yeah. at a point. And, and if you're caught unawares and you want to have the ride straight away. That does away, happen. That does happen. Okay. And sometimes accidents doesn't, don't happen when that happens in your ground. Okay. But just if, say if you're like, I don't know, going for a weekend away or having mm. like a, a lover's night. Yeah. You know, and you, you light the candles, doing a cute douche. Yeah. Uh, oils and all. Douche. Just a little cute douche. Just a real cute douche. Yeah. I love it. Um, okay, so it's not it's not like absolutely essential, but it is it's advisable. Okay, yeah. right. it, well, especially if you're a couple who has anal sex a lot, right? You know, but then there's couples, you know, who d- don't even do anal. Yeah, and I remember, I remember chatting to someone who who didn't do anal at all and they were like I feel very left out when it comes to like sex talk and because and I feel like I'm not a proper person who has sex I'm like you are like anal is just one thing on a list I feel of sex that you can tick off or not tick and I mean on my list it's pretty far down yeah exactly you know so I guess that's probably the same both sides yeah exactly Um, and in terms of other preparation Mm mm-hmm is there anything else that is commonly practiced among you guys that, you know, to, I don't know, loosen things up down there? Yeah. I, I presume lube. Well, there's poppers you can okay. get. Okay, right, talk to me about poppers. So I heard pop- about this. poppers are like a kind of, um, uh, they're, they're sold in little brown uh little vials I guess okay. you call them with a little twisty thing right. they're sold in most sex shops okay. and um, you you can do two things I think the recommended thing to do is I don't know if anyone does it but like you take the lid off and you put it in the room and then you close the door and you come back and it's kind of it's been diffused throughout the room okay. and basically it's a muscle relaxant I think it's okay. used it originated in massage parlours right. to like loosen people's muscles and let them relax a bit but some people it pe- must be pretty potent then if it can if a little can fill a room and yeah it is yeah. very potent okay. now s- most people I actually haven't tried it with sex dying to but I haven't and most people would sniff it right at their nose okay as they're getting road gotcha yeah um, or as they're <laughs> riding okay <laughs> now I've heard it's incredible okay. like amazing because right. it kind of loosens your anal passage of your course, anal passage the anal the anal, the anal um, canal yeah the anal canal <laughs> and um, it makes everything more sensual and heightened okay. and it gives you like a little rush almost for, right. for okay. 20 seconds okay um, and you're all a bit buzzy mm-hmm. um, so I've heard it's incredible for okay. sex yeah and that's, so that so is that's another thing you can do to prepare that's another thing you can do yeah it loosens you up almost right okay yeah so is there anything that you I've actually had a friend who was mad for anal sex like he had anal sex all the time and he had uh, like some dildos he would use at home in preparation for going out so he's a bit looser for say he's meeting a guy that's very well endowed okay he would do a little few preparations at home to like loosen the passage up a bit so he can prepare yeah and did he have like a dildo wardrobe where he'd oh, go? Yeah. He'd like he'd be like, okay, I'm meeting I'm meeting David later, and he yeah. he has a big one, so I'll, I'll go for the stage seven. I remember being hung over in his house, and he had this dildo that like he'd put up, and then he'd like inflate it. <laughs> <laughs> And I remember lying in bed and I'm like lying there and next while I hear I'm like I'm not going to say his name Roger not when I'm in the room 
Stop inflating your dildo, Roger. Yeah, and not he's again. Like, not again. He's like, well, I'm seeing Dave later, so I need, you know. So I need the inflation. So I need the inflation. Yeah, that is fantastic <laughs> and a very visual, I think, for everyone listening. Yes. I think that's a real. Hope you enjoyed that you can story. Picture the inflation happening. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so is there anything then that you just really wish you could you could tell everyone, I suppose, about, you know, even and not even necessarily sex, but gay relationships. So, mm. for instance, you know, there seems to be this myth that like he's kind of touched on earlier, like that everything is orgies and threesomes and wild and let's just get to have sex with everyone. Yeah. Like, is that a thing? That is not true. Okay. Like, it's not. Okay. I, I am friends with so many gay couples that are very monogamous. Right. Wouldn't, uh, you know, t- tether on. I think, though, maybe in general, gay gay world are a little bit more adventurous and there okay. is more threesomes happening yeah. and I, I would say yeah you could say that I think yeah. and that's just ma- think... mainly for me looking at it like from being in that world and also having so many stray friends and yeah. seeing their relationships and it tends to be slightly more monogamous and less kind of threesomes I think in well, straight no, I, world I think like you know if you like in kind of inverted commas straight world is already you know if you want traditional so it's already like the kind of the no, like not the norm but yeah the social norm it's the social norm so you're, you're in that box anyway yeah. and so there's all these social constructs that go along with that whereas gay guys and gay girls are already breaking out of the the box you know that society has put you guys in so you are why already not go a bit further <laughs> yeah like you're already breaking the rules why yeah. not why not break a few more I know I think you know. Yeah, I think you could uh, you could probably safely say in general uh, the gays are a bit more adventurous with sex life yeah. with their sex life and especially uh, gays and couples I'm friends with a lot of gay couples that would have threesomes and invite okay. people in and blah 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 but it's not as I think I think when um when certain straight people would think of gay world it's very explosive in their minds and they think it's just dark rooms and craziness going on when that's not really the case at all all the time but that certainly does happen and I love that that happens and I I think everyone should be a bit more um, open with their with their with their with sex world I personally believe that everyone is on a sex spectrum I don't believe anyone just straight completely 100% straight I don't think so I mean I've found women like very attractive yeah. and I'm like I probably would go there if yeah. given the chance or yeah. whatever um, and so have I funnily I, enough yeah, I, I found was... women very attractive I find women attractive all the time Yeah, and it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm identifying as gay or yeah. as a gay woman but it means that I'm, can... I'm aware that there, it, there, you know I'm not 100% at, yeah. at that point where I'm just like it's it's men or nothing completely you know? and I, I think that social constructs and you know over the years things influencing how you know we're put into boxes and norms yeah. or this way and that way but yeah. I, I think give us 500 years or something and everyone's going to be a bit more fluid totally. it's like if you look at like the ancient Roman times I don't Roman know if we even or, need 500 years I yeah think maybe it's actually happening it's rapidly it's kind of happening at the moment it is like yeah. I think it took a long time yeah but I think now things are happening very very quickly. oh totally and I love like like I always use my niece and nephew as kind of a soundboard in terms mm. of what's going on with the young kids yeah. and like there's pansexual people in their class Right. There's, you know, people identifying as trans very early on and yeah. everyone's just becoming a bit more fluid with what they're accepting and who they're identifying as. Yeah. I love it. Like more yeah. of it. Yeah, totally. And yeah. the thing is, you know, the more it's in the media, the more people talk about it, the more young people are going to feel comfortable 
finding their identity that bit earlier and also finding their identity and not being afraid of it, which I'm sure is something that you probably experience as as a young gay guy. Like you're probably a bit like, hang on, is this, am I okay doing this? Like what's what's going on here? Totally. Was that something you experienced when you were young? Um, like as in what well, I was identifying as something very different and I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, did you, did you feel out of place? Like, oh, completely. Yeah. And like, it's only now that I realise that being gay personally is something I love yeah. and I'm so glad I am. But like back then it was a curse. Okay. felt like a complete curse. I was the odd one out. It was, I was in a very homophobic atmosphere in school. Um, and you know what? I actually like looking back and like meeting people I went to school with now, it, it was actually only a few people, but like when it's that school is your world when you're that yeah. age, you think it's more people than it actually mm. is that are bullying you. And isn't there a hierarchy as well in school? So if someone that's at the top of the food chain is picking on you or do, or thinks that you are for whatever reason, whether it's the fact that you're gay or that you don't have your ears pierced or that you have pink hair or that you're two foot taller than everybody else is, if they pick on you, it's it's almost like, well, they're picking on me. They're at the top of the food chain. Oh, Everyone it. else must feel this way. Yeah, and it's funny. I was thinking there, like, when I was in school, like, I thought the most popular people in the class, and they actually were, to be fair, were, like, the bullies and the people who, because they kind of had the reins on the atmosphere in the class, and yeah. they called the shots, and everyone was a bit fearful of them. They, like, even specifically homophobic people in school, like, they were the coolest people for some weird reason. And now they're, like, to be homophobic these days or some sort of bully, like, you're the most loserish person in society. It's so funny how it just goes completely off the scales then when you leave school. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. I'm delighted that like the homophobes and bullies are now the the losers. Absolute losers. And I (laughs) look at some of them, it is their time, karma bitch. I look (laughs) at some of them and like they're like you can see from Facebook and stuff, they're they're having a losery time. And now all the people they bullied are off riding and having (laughs) gay sex. (laughs) Living the life. Living the life. And so um and what about like, you know, in in relationships, because I think there's a, a misconception, I presume it's a misconception, that um gay relationships don't necessarily mean monogamous relationships is mm. that something like like you said earlier is that something that just kind of happens a little more than in the straight community or what you know is that is that real common from personal experience yeah um i think there is a little bit more leeway with gays i mm-hmm. think and probably like you were saying it's that we're already outside the social norms so it's it's not it's not completely outrageous to go a bit further in and have a threesome or like yeah. maybe decide amongst your partner that will we be in an open relationship or yeah. you know I think we're a bit more adventurous in that sense so yeah that's how I feel anyway okay and like does that kind of you know it, that conversation is that more of an okay thing to have with your partner because you know very depends I know I, okay. I know I know uh, uh, one of my friends uh, one of my couple of friends they uh, are in an open relationship now but at the start it caused war okay. because one of them wanted to be in the open relationship and the other one didn't the other right. one was very uh, jealous you know wanted the other person all to themselves blah blah but then they started off it usually starts off by having a little threesome yeah. or having in the club having a kiss with someone you know three yeah. little way kiss gently, yeah, yeah. little gently teasing and then the one who was um really possessive and jealous and stuff now he's like the biggest flyer of flag of open <laughs> relationships and loves it and their relationship is actually blossoming now right. because they both realised 
they're life partners and they're always going to be together but right now they're just having a bit of fun with, with a couple of different people and they're being safe and blah 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 and it might not be forever it's just something that, it's a phase they're going yeah. through maybe maybe it is going to be forever and but have, they're at their happiest now I feel and have you have you been in one of those open relationships and if so ha- like has it enhanced things or has it made things harder? It's I've it's happened a few different ways. Right. I've been in in a in an open relationship with someone but it was actually more as a result of he wasn't as into me anymore. And okay. And that's when it's a problem. Yes. When you're okay. using it as an excuse that you're actually just not really into the person and you want the opportunity to be riding other people. So you're kind of slowly backing away from the relationship. That's it. Right. And that's what happened. It just fizzled out. Okay. I, I've been in a relationship before where we've both been in an open relationship and it's been fab. Okay. And it's not now we broke up for different reasons, but like that wasn't that really wasn't the, the cause. Yeah. Okay. So I think you have to if you're gonna choose to be in an open relationship or whatever, you have to understand why that is. And yeah. if it's a case where where you're kind of not fancying the guy anymore or the girl that you're with, that's probably a, a, a flag to maybe break up completely. But if it's just to spice up your life yeah. and maybe, and then you go off and have sex with someone else and you come back and maybe you talk about it and that's kind of hot. Okay, yeah. Some people are turned on by that as well. That's, I think, you know, a healthy open and, relationship. And all the while, you know, you know, knowing that that person, you're kind of, if you want, your base you're, camp. You're, you're, base, you're permanent partner, I yeah. suppose is like someone that you're going to be with long term and you share things like, you know, you might share bills and and kind of mundane, Mm. you you share the mundane side of life with them. Do do you think that that makes that relationship more special than just a sexual relationship you might have within an open relationship? Yeah, that there's something more solid there. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, I just think you always have to ask yourself, am I still into this person or am I using this open relationshipness as a way to slowly back away from the person? And, you know, and I think it has to be a mutual decision and communication is key. You can't be doing it in secret. And with the whole like being healthy as well, sexually healthy, you have to, if you went off and and had even blowjobs, you can get STIs from blowjobs, you have to come back and say, listen, maybe we shouldn't have sex for a little minute while I go get checked and make sure I'm clean. And then, you know, yeah. So uh, communication is key in, in, in that situation. And, and on that then, the whole STI thing, like, how, do you, you know, do you think people in the gay community are more on top of getting checked than people in the straight community? Um, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Like, you'd, I'd say stats would answer that for you. But, yeah. like, personally, like, all my friends, like, I remember growing up the bag- the, the gay clinic on Bagot Street. Do you know that big red brick hospital opposite... Donnybrook yeah, Fair. Yeah, I That's do. the gay man's health clinic right. of a Wednesday and a Thursday, I think, and it's okay, free. Right. And we used to go in there after the weekend or whatever and go get checked. <laughs> yeah. And it'd be jammers. Okay. So I think people were, you know, you they know. were aware of it, like, yeah. yeah okay. Um, now I know there's, there's, I, I can't, I, I can't, I don't really know the real reasons, but like they're off the top of my head. But like HIV and stuff is at an all-time high at the moment, like Again, infections. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, and STIs in general, I think in straight world as well. In <laughs> straight world, straight world. Um, but just general. <laughs> I think STIs I might call are... this episode "Straight World versus, versus Gay, gay World." world. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, is out today. <laughs> yeah, but I do. I always like. I do some stuff around. Like I worked with Jurex before. And yeah. Like the stats speak for themselves in terms of. I don't think. I think we all as 
in general need to become a bit more open in terms of talking about mm-hmm. sex and getting checked as well. Yeah. Um, because STIs, especially around rag week and stuff like that in colleges, like... Ain't nobody got time for that. No, gonorrhea does be flying around. <laughs> and you know what? It's so preventable. You just yeah. have to make sure you're regularly getting checked. This is the thing. And there's no shame either. Like, no, there doesn't none. need to be a bit of shame. Because I remember years ago, um, a friend of mine came to me and was like, I think I might have something. I'm not sure what's going on. And I was like, okay, well, well, let's go in and get get you checked out. And she was like, what? Yeah. Can we not just do this from home? And I was like, I. Well, you can now. I mean, you can do. Let's get checked. Let's get checked. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, just go to your doctor. Yeah. Like they won't. They're not going to. You know. And I, I should hope anyway that your GP isn't going to go. Well, you know, now you shouldn't be. Ha- you shouldn't no, be having. No, that's the, you what know, your GP is saying. GP's get doing, a new one. Absolutely. And like you could, there's loads of there's free places you can go as well yeah. if you Google them. Um, I think spunout.ie have a list of free um health clinics. Mm. St James's is one where so people don't can go even, get checked. You don't have to pay. No, it's free. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is a great service. Um, and then yeah, there's things like let'sgetchecked.com, which sends you out a kit and you prick your finger and swab and then you send it off and yeah. it emails you your results. So it's easier than ever to get checked. Yeah. So. And and so, you know, from now that you're a seasoned gay professional. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well seasoned. <laughs> I've been based. No, sorry. <laughs> based. That's another lovely visual. Yes. Um, yeah, now that you're, you know, the an, an icon. A deep flavour. You have a deep flavour. <laughs> Uh, now that you are ready um, to be served, um, <laughs> what would you, did you have any advice for um you know, the younger, the gaylings. Yeah. If that's, if I'm allowed to call them gaylings. Yeah. Uh, do you have any advice? Like, what would you say? Look, this is fine. This is what you need to know. Yeah. These are the things that don't, like, as in what not to buy into that society might be, might be, because, you know, as, as a young person, you're seeing all these mixed messages about the gay community and what you might see might not be necessarily a reflection of real life. So what would you, what would you like to say to them that's just... Like that's, yeah. that's pretty much bullshit. So don't well, that. I'd say it was just off the you know number one is please get checked as regularly as possible. Yeah. Um, if you're having sex with people and turn it into like a bit of a like as I said when I used to go to the game on side clinic on a Wednesday with my friends, we'd kind of turn it, we'd get pizza afterwards, yeah. we'd turn it into a bit of a An laugh. occasion, like yeah, yeah, and yeah. then you'd be in there and you'd be spotting someone you know and yeah. like just have a laugh about it and okay. just turn it into a regular thing. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, so please get checked as much as possible. Don't let uh, You know That scare you From having sex Just be safe Be safe Um, Always use protection I suppose Yeah Yeah. Always use protection Um, And then I guess Um in terms of like as all young people do watch porn like don't think that's a reflection on reality I would say explore um how like there's there's I don't want to say real porn but there's porn where it's not like souped up models porn I get like amateur porn like amateur kind of, porn yeah or, or even not such highly produced porn. highly produced porn yeah, yeah. okay it, 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 like try and look for different types of porn yeah. I'm way more into amateur porn myself okay. right um I think it's it more. It's just more real. Yeah. I can picture myself as one of them. Yeah, because that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. You want to say wanna, I'm that one. I'm that one. Yeah, uh, yeah. So do you do you then find a video and you're, you you're like okay, well I'm him and I need a bear. Yes. Okay. Well, when I was younger, I, I'd always like want to be the twink in my imagination and you know have the big bear do it as one. Yeah, do yeah. It once. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so I'd say explore more amateur amateur porn. I think okay. it'll give you a better like mental health yeah. vibe. Yeah. Well, I think that applies to porn in general, doesn't it? Because yeah, like if the porn, if if straight porn was anything to go by, well, I had I literally I've been having sex since I was 
Jesus, I can't even, I can't do the math, but it's a, it's a while. Yeah. And I've never had sex like I've seen stra- no. straight sex in porn. Ever. Yeah. Not one single time have I. So I presume it's probably... So, yeah. Reflected in, in gay and the, world the as gay well. porn you'd you'd uh, you know you'd first probably be introduced to are these huge perfect looking men who just bang each other to death. Okay. <laughs> there's yeah. a time and a place for that too, yeah. but it's not really reflective. Yeah. You know, there's not a lot of love making yeah. and blah, blah blah. So I'd okay. say diversify your porn intake. Okay, so um, get checked. Diverse porn, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I actually have, I have one question just oh, yeah. to just to um, wrap it up because we are running out of time. Mm. Uh, I need to know about dick size oh, and yeah. how like how important are we talking here? Do you ha- like do do I guess is the same as in straight world? Do people have different references? It is yeah, and sometimes if like my friend Roger, we're gonna call him Roger. Hello, Roger. he's into massive penises because okay. that's just his thing. His, yeah, but save your bottom. Or if you're a top penis size on the other person is not going to come into play really. Gotcha. Because yeah, you're the one you're doing the, one the deed. Inserting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it really depends on your preference. Right. And and yeah. so is there like can there be also a preference for a small dick? Say someone has an unusually tight. Do you know what I always think? This anal, is a for this, Okay. You know, people, are, <laughs> people are into all yeah, sorts. Yeah. People are into all sorts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I've never been one to to, and like you said, I'm I'm. I'm very much into like kissing and all that sort of stuff. So actually that's my final thing is don't uh, think that if you're not having anal sex or if you're not into blowjobs or if you're not into that, that you're not actually performing sex or you're not. Because there's someone out there for everyone in terms of what you're into. Yeah, Um, or many people. Yeah, or many people (laughs) or five people. (laughs) Um, So yeah, and communication is the best thing, especially if you're even hooking up on Grinder, sort out before you go over there what you're into and what you want and okay. then there's no one going to be disappointed and blah 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 Okay. Um, and you can have fun. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So James Kavanagh, tell me is there anything you would like to talk about plug, reference? Yeah. Um, look me up on YouTube. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm starting to do more YouTube videos, especially cooking videos and stuff like that Real. so YouTube is kind of the, the platform I'm trying to grow at the moment. Brilliant. So okay. if you search me, uh, James Kavanagh on YouTube go and subscribe. Like, subscribe, like, review, subscribe, comment, thumbs up, whatever <laughs> that YouTube language is. Hit the bell is. to make sure you get my next video. <laughs> yeah. I am so bad at YouTube. Um, hopefully I'm going to get better at podcast world. So yeah, on that note, actually, if uh, we're only new, God bless us. So listen, if you want to, if you if you liked this episode or if you liked previous episodes, um, review, yeah, like, share. share. Uh, what else can you do? You can you can give us Google review. You can get at wherever you want to Score talk us. about us. Tell your mates. Tell your mom. Tell your gaylings. Tell, tell whoever gaylings, you want. Tell the gays. Yeah. <laughs> I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> um, so yeah, thanks so much, James. Good luck with the podcast. Thanks so much. Yeah. Um, and yeah, hope you guys enjoyed and will tune into the next one. Um, so stay safe and have fun and see you later. Bye. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. <laughs> 